0: Hi, I'm Cheryl Sitz. Today's guest expanded my crystal wisdom and introduced me to a powerful, ancient crystal friend who's also joining me for the show. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, journeyofpossibilities.com, and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. And week after week, right here, we help you learn how to transform your life from the inside out naturally. We'll speak with today's guest, Jen John, in just a moment. Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance and I put a lot of our time and energy and money into creating these high quality podcasts week after week to help you out. If you value what we do, please show us a little love at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And if you would like to know how Mario can help you with anything you're wanting to do to get your message out to more people, reach more people, and make a bigger difference, Mario, I know you can help our listeners in a lot of ways. Tell us about some
1: of those. Thank you, Cheryl. You know, one of the things that I've learned is this industry of the holistic spiritual field is very different than all other fields I've ever worked with. The holistic spiritual field is much more heart-centered which is something that I actually learned even going through my own journey of this. And as I started developing my own sites more in a heart-centered approach with helping you with Journey of Possibilities, man, it, it took me to a whole nother level. You know what? Having learned that, I can share that knowledge and work with other people out there. And all they have to do is reach out to me and I can give them a very individual way of connecting with their people because you know I learned how to do it and I'm learning with with your website every day so reach me at net or techlifebalance.net and let me know what you would like help on
2: Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide.
0: Jen John acts as voice and legs for the crystal people as keeper of Arkansas crystal works, an internet-based resource for crystals and crystal knowledge since 1995. She wrote a wonderful book, understanding the crystal people, a handbook for lightworkers and some coloring books as well, all designed to help us learn to understand the anatomical structure and purpose of quartz crystals. Her website is Arkansas And she joins me today. Hi, Jen. Hi, Cheryl. I'm so glad to have you with us, and I know I've got my crystal right here, and I'm sure you have quite a few, knowing you. Absolutely. A lap
3: <laughs> full, a room full.
0: <laughs> That's fabulous. Yeah. We were just talking before we started the show, and I think... You know, it was such an interesting thing that you said about your personal story. Jen said, "I don't really want to talk a lot about me because I'm. It's not about me. I'm not all that special. It's all about the crystals." How did you get connected to these crystals, Jen, in this magical way?
3: Well, I've been really fortunate, actually, and it's kind of a long story, but I'm going to give the Reader's Digest condensed version. Um, I I grew up as a granddaughter of rockhound, so I was around crystal a lot, and but it was, they were more just rocks, you know, from the standpoint of my grandpa, they're like, well, it's rocks and they're pretty, but that's about all they are. And, um, I still loved them and loved rock counting. And if you fast forward my story to, um, I don't know, I guess it's been about, well, it was in 1993. I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, cancer. And at that time, there was no internet, there was no Sir Google to ask you know what is this thing and and we didn't really know anything about the natural healing stuff so I went the way of the the mainstream chemo radiation the whole deal and was left I was pretty young I was 27 when I was diagnosed and so it hit me really hard with a lot of toxic poisonous stuff and it took care of the cancer but it also kind of it was a slash and burn, so it it kind of messed my body up.
0: Yeah.
3: And so I was living at a in Texas by a lake that had a lot of quartz in it. And the locals there were like, "Oh, well, quartz is really healing. You need to." I was like, "What? I had no idea that crystal is healing." They're like, "Oh yeah, it's you need to be in the lake and all this." So I started waiting in the lake, and I started to feel better. I stopped taking all my uh, like I was on morphine and all kinds of pain meds and stuff. Um, And I stopped taking all those and started feeling better being around the crystals. And then um, fate brought us back to Arkansas, and I started digging crystal. And I was just so addicted to being at the crystal mines. The energy was so good, and I just felt so good. I just kept digging and digging. (laughs) And... I had this like this big giant pile of crystal. I'm like, what am I gonna do with all this crystal? But I can't stop because I just love it so much and my dad in California was like, well Why don't you make a website and this was in I think 94 95 and that just wasn't a usual thing to do Like now everybody's got a blog or a website so I went ahead and taught myself how to make a website and that's pretty much how Arkansas Crystal Works was born was through that. And I started using the crystals and working with the crystals for my own healing and and like for meditation and different things like that. And in learning about the crystal in order to post it for the website, I was teaching myself. Well,
0: and and you describe such a traditional background kind of that you you kind of fell into their healing properties by power of being in that lake. But then you've taken it to a very metaphysical level in terms of interpretation of the crystals. How did you begin the channeling to get that information?
3: Yeah, that's really interesting because as I was trying to find out about crystal, because I truly didn't know anything about it. I started reading different books like Melody's Love is in the Earth series and, you know, whatever books were out at that time. And all of them just made the whole process seemed kind of impossible. Like, well, those are special people that wrote these books and they get it, but there's no way that I could do this. So Uh I was kind of like, oh, you know, how am I going to, because, you know, there's so much information and it's such a big topic. And I thought, I don't think I really have it, but I thought, well, I'm just going to keep going because I couldn't stop digging. So (laughs) I was like, I had no choice. I had to do it. So after Holding and, you know, hundreds of crystals to because at the time we didn't have digital cameras either. I'd have to take I put my hand over a flatbed scanner with the crystal under my hand and then would scan that picture in so that it could go straight into the computer and i don't even know if if that's such old technology
0: that people don't even remember <laughs> i know what you're talking about i'm sitting here with yes. my mouth hanging open like wow you did that for every crystal <laughs> yes and if i move my arm at all you
3: know i'd have like this crazy alien arm that would, would <laughs> go sideways so if you've ever used a flatbed scanner you would know but i think now they're probably just completely obsolete or maybe not i don't know but anyway as i went through each crystal, I would notice that I, I might feel something a little bit different from this crystal to that crystal And if I hadn't had the opportunity to to actually have hands-on so many crystals in a row I might not have ever come to that discovery um, Because if you just hold one or two crystals you get kind of used to their energy and their Kind of their story and so you wouldn't know that that they're just so varied You know, I would get different sensations in my body or I would get I'd hold one crystal and I'd feel kind of light and up and airy and I might hold another one and I'd feel grounded and heavy and and serious. So that's kind of how I came to the metaphysical part of it was just in the, the experience
0: I was so odd when I got... Well, first, your book. Your book is fabulous. I, I, My favorite part to share is kind of where you first start talking about, you don't just grab a crystal and grope it. Would you do that to a person yeah. that you haven't even right. introduced yourself to yet? Yeah. Like, there's a proper way to introduce yourself to a crystal. I love that. I was hooked then and there. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it's true because you wouldn't just, you know, walk up and flip somebody's skirt up, but that's kind of what we do with crystals, you know. Yes. With, and not to be mean, because we don't do it out of spite. We just don't know. Right. So, yeah.
0: So I got my crystal. So then I, I read your book and I love it. It's a great introduction to the many, many ways that we can learn and and recognize and identify with crystals and connect with them and all the different kinds and shapes and what all the different markings can mean. And then I had a crystal reading from you and when my crystal came, I, I properly introduced myself and asked permission and all those good things. So I was very respectful to my crystal. And right. then I was amazed when I held it at the, the flashes of light, the bursts of light that I saw with my eyes closed and the, the, the very uplifting part of it. And so I had this long, and I kept asking it, can I see you yet? And it, and I was getting no to just stay oh. connected <laughs> with my eyes closed. And it's been that kind of a relationship with this crystal. There's a lot of wisdom. It's a it's an ancient crystal. It's got a lot of different wisdom and gifts that it's brought me. But I think most of all is just that playful nature of it. Like I wasn't allowed to look for, I think, a good five minutes. I just sat there and held it oh, and enjoyed the long energy. Time. That is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was fun. I love the way I highly recommend the book to introduce people to all the things that we can begin to recognize about crystals. That must have taken you a while to compile.
3: It did. And I think it's important to note, too, that it truly is just a beginning book. It's not meant to be um, really in-depth and full of, you know, um, difficult concepts or real nitty-gritty stuff. It's just kind of a broad overview of the whole crystal world and it's just quartz crystal. It doesn't have all the you know because you call like agate and other rocks you call them crystals but this is only quartz crystal and specifically clear quartz Um, but it is meant to just be just kind of a a broad overview an introduction kind of.
0: And it does a great job of that. I enjoyed it so much so I highly recommend that and I'll put a link to that on the show so that people can find it and then So you've been doing crystal readings for people. Has that pretty much been the foundation of your work since you built your website? Um, no, the readings
3: kind of um, morphed in. Just, I'd say, I, I don't know. I'm not real good with time, I think, because I'm I'm just in this moment. So people are always teasing me that I'll say, I'm not sure. I think that happened maybe last year. And usually you double that for me. If I say <laughs> it's been a year, it's been two or three, <laughs> maybe five <laughs> Like, oh, that that thing's been there for a while, maybe a year or two. No, that's been there 10 years, Jen. Oh, okay. So as far as exactly how long, I don't know, but maybe the past five or or 10 or so that I've done um, them intentionally. I've always kind of done the reading and didn't realize I was giving readings. Um, Well, like if I would give a, a crystal gift to someone that it ended up being that that was a reading but I didn't know that that's what I was doing you know the the crystal would present for that person that was ended up being just the perfect one
0: yes and that's what I asked you to as well as please let one choose that it wants to come to me what whatever's best for me next and I want to share that what what it brought me I I'm at a place in my life where I've been shifting a lot at from the healing aspect of myself and learning and healing and growing to now also sharing and teaching and guiding. So we never stop learning and growing, but then I I believe there's a point where we are also meant to help others along that are coming down the path too. And that's really what I've been moving to is like the writing books and the creating content. And, and that's what this crystal brings is like the bridging. Uh, It's a bridging crystal and it's, um, I forget all of the the expressions to what it is. It's a record keeper. It um it's an it's got the ET to it. It's there's just everything about it is about bridging worlds, bridging past and future, um sharing knowledge. It was the perfect crystal for me and you shared all of that in your insightful reading. Yeah. That's
3: what's so fun about it is that I really never know. You know, I don't have like a stack of crystal and I'm going to do a reading for someone and I just grab a crystal and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a reading on this crystal. It I do it more when, let's say for you, you said, I want a reading. Okay. So I ask you, do you have any issues or questions or kind of like when you get a tarot reading,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, you can just get what presents, or you may have something you're kind of working on. So I take that and I take you and I, when I'm ready to start your reading, I'll, tap into you and your energy signature and kind of feel you and, and what we've talked about. And it may just be a sentence if someone just wrote and said, I want a crystal reading and and I'm working on weight loss or I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I tap into that. And then I have crystal just literally in my office, just all over. I've got beer flats and boxes and just all kinds of things. And I I'll just kind of make a scan of the room and I'll, I'll just know which area to go in. I'm going to check this box and I'll kind of look at all those crystals. And usually one will kind of be like, oh, that that one kind of feels like that might be the one. So I'll pick it up and I try not to look at it or judge what it is externally. I just pick it up and I'll hold it kind of at my solar plexus and I'll ask, is this the crystal for Cheryl? And then I wait a second and I use my body as a pendulum. So if I'm kind of pulled backwards, that's a no. If I'm kind of uh, tipping forward, it's a yes. Sometimes they just almost knock me forward, like <laughs> boom. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, I got it. <laughs> I don't need to break my nose. So, And then I'll know, yeah, definitely this is the one. And then I'll bring it over to the computer, and I'll make a list of all the, like you were saying, bridge, record keeper, ET, all the different things. So I'm not out in search of those things. It, let's say i may kind of intuit that you need a bridge crystal. I won't go and search for a bridge crystal. I'll just go and search for the one that says me, kind of, I'm the one. Then when I bring it to the desk I'll, and start writing the things down, I'm like, oh man, this does fit. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So when well, you talk about that, some in your book too. your book does talk about how you w- got into the mining process and a little bit about the background that you shared on here and I think it's interesting when you take some of the stuff that you share here and there, as well as what you were saying to me before the show about your, your big mission is to let people know we're, we can all do this, that the, the crystal people are speaking through you to come to us because we are ready for them to come out of the earth so that we can learn with them and grow with them and let them help us remember the wisdom and and bridge and all the things that they can do. So how do you recommend that people get started realizing that they can do this too?
3: Um, my best suggestion, and you can do this with, you know, what I said in the book and what I've always said is that you could have one crystal in your whole life. You don't have any other crystal. Of course, me sending crystal, i and be like, oh, you need some more. <laughs> but you can <laughs> do it with one. You don't have to have, oh. I can't use this crystal because it's not a record keeper, so I can't access. Or I that it's not a bridge, so I can't use the bridge thing. They all can um, connect to that same one source. So if you had only one crystal in your life, the best way for me to do is what I call the check-in. And so what I'd recommend is that you get your crystal and put it in front of you so it's not like in your lap or in your hand. You want it like on the desk or wherever you're at and then get your body comfortable. I like to have my feet flat on the ground so I don't have my feet crossed or, you know, I'm, I'm just in a relaxed position and then I close my eyes and I go inside and I I do a check in on how do I feel? Do I have any aches and pains? Am I feeling happy or sad or neutral? Uh, ungrounded or grounded, you know, what is my baseline basically? then once you're sure about what you feel like normally, then pick your crystal up. And I normally start with my left hand because I'm right-handed. So my left is my, you know, bringing the energy in. Sometimes a crystal wants to be moved, but start it in your left hand and then sit for a minute. You don't have to do anything special or, you know, think any thoughts. Just sit and then check in with your body and see what feels different? Do I have a different thought? Um, you know, we all have different senses. So, some people are more uh, clairvoyant, clairaudient, sentient, or cognizant. So, you either see things, or hear, or know. So, we all kind of have a certain one of those that we tend to. You know, so I tend to be a feeler, so that when I describe things, I'm going to describe it as do I feel something in my body? But for you, it may be do I see lights or do I hear sounds or, you know, do I simply know something? So as you hold your crystal, you can check in with yourself and see how is this different? You know, do I feel a more grounded sense? Do I feel uplifted or happier? Do I feel, you know, sometimes I'll get tingles here or there. So that's how you can tell that that is the crystal talking to you. And we can all do it. It's the fact that you need your own baseline, then pick your crystal up and see what it has to say. Because if your body is just Wah, and loud and uh, staticky, and you're grabbing crystals all over the place, you can't know that they're talking to you. So that's to me is the best way to do it is the personal check-in and then pick your crystal up and see what's
0: changed. I like that. That's simple. That sounds like something anybody can do. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Good way to describe it. Well, and for me at least like, so now I'm getting more in touch with my body, but I, ha- I am a very grounded person. So I think it's really neat that when I held my crystal, it, I, w- I was seeing flashes of light and I was, it's, it's really opening me to, the upper chakras to going up more and out more. It's it's helping to balance me from that very grounded place that I tend to 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 come from. So it's nice that it can also be a balancer. I guess that's the properties of this crystal. Or if I'm understanding you right, you're saying they kind of can all have all properties.
3: Well, it's both. It's the property of that crystal that because it has that extra energy, and I think it knew. From you, what it needed to bring for you Mm -hmm. needs to bring you up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they can all access informationally. And then that's this is where it gets like a little bit more complex or complicated. The way Venus, my crystal guide, has explained it to me, all these different configurations, they're more like can serve as reminders to us of, oh, this has a bridge on it. So it puts that kind of in your head Mm -hmm. that you to bridge. So you don't have to have the bridge on there in order to do it, but it helps us because we are in a physical body. It helps us to connect to that energetically. And I guess the point with that too, with Venus, she has said that, you know, you you could connect with crystals and the crystal people and never have a crystal. You can do it energetically. Um, So you can connect with the crystal that's in the earth, but because we are in a dense three d form, we need that extra physical uh kind of
0: reminder or helper, and isn't that why you say that they're we're connecting with them now in the way that we are is it is are they kind of a bridge for us back to when we were so much better at connecting mind to mind soul to soul without the need for all of that?
3: yeah, I think so, and they're they're doing it in such a loving and giving way, you know it's um they don't really have an agenda to it. So they're not like, Oh, you need to get us out of earth so we can fix your mess up here. (laughs) It's a mess. They're more like, okay, we're here to help you. And, and we're ready, you know? Yes. Yeah.
0: And they do have such a, Interesting energy. And I believe you're right that they do seem to all have different personalities. It's funny because I can see where they're all one and yet they are kind of individual, kind of like us as humans, right? We're we're all one, but we're a little different.
3: Exactly. And we all do have the capability of connecting into the connective, you know, the source. But we tend to be, you know, in ourselves. And the crystals definitely, they all have like different personalities and some even have stories or, you know, um, some are kind of like just the facts, ma'am. You know, they're, they're like, (laughs) okay, we're no, we're not doing that goofy stuff. Just facts. (laughs) And then other ones are like giggly and woohoo, you know? So yeah, they, they definitely have personalities.
0: Yes, they do. So I'm sure you've heard some interesting stories that people have come back to you with after you've shared your crystals with them. Would you care to share a couple?
3: Sure. Um, one of them, and it's one of the more recent ones and it's, uh, kind of shorter. I did a reading for a lady that was, it was just a real small crystal and it didn't have a lot of like features. You know, it was just what you would think of as just a, a basically a a plain little crystal. It Mm -hmm. didn't have a bunch of different things on it. So as I was doing the reading, What I do is I'll I'll list the different configurations, then I'll go through each one and I'll say uh, record keeper and I'll describe what it looks like and then say how the energy of that works. So once I get through all of those things, then I will sit with your crystal and I'll ask it, okay, do you have a special message for Cheryl? So I'll sit there for a minute and, and wait. And usually I'll feel something in my body or I'll get a, maybe a couple word sentence or, or, you know, some kind of direction. Well, with this little crystal, I got nothing. I mean, I was feeling, my body felt just regular, nothing was going on. And I kept saying, well, is there a message? And it was for this, I can't remember the lady's name, but I said, D- is there a message? And it's still nothing, nothing. And, and then all of a sudden I heard like this, shh, you know, gin just wait, calm down. I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. So I got quiet again. And I waited and I still wasn't really getting anything. And then all of a sudden I got this tapping on my foot. It was like tap, tap, tap on my foot. And I thought, well, that's really weird. Cause it felt physically like somebody tapped on my foot. <laughs> and I, so I was like, well, okay, I've never had that. And that's very strange, but that's all I was getting. So I said, I, obviously that's the message. So I'm going to write this down. I don't know what this means, but my had this tapping on my foot. So, and I was like, okay, there's your reading. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh, I thought, man, I really, I blew that one. I failed that one hard. So she got it in the mail and she emailed back and she said, I cannot believe that you gave me that reading. And I was like, well, I'm really glad that it was helpful for you. And she said, when my angels are around they tap on my feet and that's how i know they're around and i was like oh okay wow oh you know? that's lovely yeah cuz who knew you know i thought well i, I blew it and i didn't have a <laughs> i didn't have a reading for this person but i did so yeah that was it's just different because you never know.
0: Yes. And and that brings up a perfect point that I wanted to touch on anyway. We get into a place of doubt when we're trying to do these things and, and expand our psychic gifts and awareness and get readings and messages from more abstract sources that we're not used to like crystals or our guides and angels or whoever. And it's real easy to go into self doubt and, So what do you do to kind of bring yourself, is it stories like this that kind of help you strengthen your knowing? It is, yeah.
3: The more I do and the more feedback that I get that, oh my gosh, this was dead on, you know, then I'm like, okay. And so then I'm less fearful to just say, okay, well, I'm getting, they said, put some potatoes in your hair. (laughs) I don't know why, (laughs) you know, and then to the person, they'd be like, oh yeah, my grandma always said that, or I don't know what, but. Yeah, it gives me kind of the I don't know some help to know that what I am getting is, is being is helpful.
0: Yes, and so from the perspective again that this is something that we can all do, it's been beneficial to me as well to share what I get when I when I'm working with another to to share my gifts with another person to to maybe work with the crystal more and then and then share that and see. You know, the more we can share these things with another person and kind of get some confirmation back, it does help us build our assuredness or seeking guidance on simple little things and then seeing how they work out and realizing that that was exactly the guidance that we were meant to get. It's all affirmation if we can allow ourselves to trust it.
3: Right. Yeah. Trust. That's the big thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah.
0: So how, you shared with me that a reading takes you like three hours.
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah. And and I have to be in a certain space to do it. You know, I can't just say, oh, I've got a reading. I'm going to just do it. Right. I have to pull myself in so that I can connect with you and your energy and the crystal people. And they're connecting with you and your energy you know, and so, yeah, it's a, it's quite a
0: process. It is quite a process. And you do a beautiful job. I got, a, I mean, you, you drew my crystal and labeled all the different aspects of it. The crystals, I don't know how you begin to take pictures of them, because my crystal is so much more beautiful than any picture I can take of it to, sh- to share with anybody. I just, I tell them, you have to come see this thing, because I, I don't want to even try and take a picture. It doesn't work. But it's true, <laughs> isn't
3: it, about the photographs? Yes. Because, and some crystals are just not photogenic, which yes. is- weird they're like people you know you you're like you're a beautiful crystal and you get a picture and they're like
0: uh huh. Is that you? <laughs> exactly. That's mine. That definitely. Well, yes. so you do this lovely, detailed sketch showing what all the different angles and what those are, and then you write, write like beautifully written this long description going into all these different aspects about it, and then any special messages, and it all comes in a lovely packaging. I don't usually rave this much about somebody's presentation, but you have got it going on, girlfriend, and and you weren't charging uh-huh. nearly enough. So I'm glad your rates are starting to go up. To compensate for all that you bring to this but I also understand you want to make it affordable for as many people as want to experience these crystals so bless you for that you do a beautiful job yeah thank you (laughs) so is that your favorite aspect of it doing the readings or do you still like going out and digging or what's your favorite part of crystal play um the digging I do
3: just kind of to feed my soul I don't really dig anymore like in the beginning I dug for the website and then it got to the point that i just couldn't keep up because that's a lot of work have you ever dug crystal
0: no it sounds like a lot of work
2: (laughs) it is
3: it is i mean it it it's fun too i mean don't get me wrong but um so that part of it i just kind of do to feed my soul the digging and then the other i really i just enjoy all of it really the I, I enjoy connecting with people with the, doing the readings, or just sending them crystal that they've adopted off the website. And with that, I I wrap all of those in colored paper and stickers, and <laughs> because I mean these are like ambassadors, sacred ambassadors that they need to be treated with respect and and honor. And so part of getting them from me to you is so that they are. Presented beautifully and not just, you know, thrown in a bag and and tossed at you. So that it's important to me that they go out um, with the respect that they deserve.
0: And I believe that's what makes you special, Jen. I know you think you're just a a regular woman doing this work, but it takes someone that that really sees them and feels them and understands and respects their power and what they and their love and their, their unconditional love that they're bringing to us and can help us recognize that those of us that might have missed it otherwise and make yeah. that connection. That's a beautiful gift that you are being the crystal whisperer is what I call you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks. Yeah. Someone had called me the. The Ollivander of crystals, you know the the guy in Harry Potter that selected the wands for people. Yes, not sure about what his name was, but someone once called me that—that that I was the basically the Harry Potter crystal person instead of wand person. So, <laughs> yeah, which well, was fun.
0: You do a lovely job of it, so I'm so grateful to have met you through Rosemary Slade who's going to be again on our show coming up soon and and received a reading and been able to connect with you and share what you're doing up there and I hope that you'll be doing it for a long time to come yet Arkansas is still plenty rich with crystals is it not
3: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah beautiful I love that place the The whole energy of Arkansas just feels yummy and that's got to be why uh,
3: I think so too yeah <laughs> special. And I wanted to mention, too, about the the Askin readings, that it's important for me that the reading is not just like a one-time thing, kind of like you get a tarot reading, and it kind of says, well, this is going to be happening, and then you're kind of done with it, and you don't ever really revisit it that much. To me, the crystal reading is An introduction, a really in depth introduction for you to that crystal that you got the reading from, so that you and that crystal can move forward and learn together and shift these different energies that you're working on. So it's not just a one time, oh, this is what's happening thing. This is a a super introduction to you two so that you can move forward in the future and work together. And then you can also use different things like if you have a bridge on your crystal reading, you may notice you have a bridge on another crystal, and you can kind of apply that information sideways to your other crystals.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so, what, so what, what does that mean? How does that look?
3: Well, it's kind of like, if you didn't know what a bridge would do, or what uh, an extraterrestrial base would do, if you really didn't have a a good feel or a good um, knowledge of a crystal that had that, then, you know, a bunch of other crystals also have bridges and ET bases and things. So if you become intimate with one crystal that has those certain features, then other crystals that come into your life, you can recognize that. Oh, you have a bridge. And I know from my intimate friend that bridges can help with XYZ. And so you can work with this new crystals bridge and you may notice that that crystals bridge connects you in a different way than your, your crystal reading intimate crystal does. So then you can start learning the, the real fine detail nuances of the, the differences in each crystal. I guess I call that applying sideways, but it means like your, your information or your knowledge base is, is broadened
0: by it. So how do you feel about the school of thought around programming them? I've had people tell me, well, you can program crystals to be whatever you want them to be. You can give them intentions and make them your power crystal. It feels like what you're telling me is more about what they can bring us, not us trying to overpower them or put our intention on them. How do you see that working? Um, I think...
3: There's a little bit of difficulty in the word programming because you hear programming and you think of cults and <laughs> and I'm going to bend my you know bend your will to mine I'm yes. going to program you and make you do what I say. Yes. So that's why the word is a little iffy but so I think it's important to do the practice but the reason to program a crystal in my opinion is it lets that crystal know, first of all, in order to program it, you have to become very clear about what it is you want, what it is you're working towards. So so it first of all makes you, from the get-go, become clear on what you want. Once you're clear and you want to program the crystal, it's basically just telling the crystal, hey, Crystal, this is what I want. This is what I'm working toward. Are you on board with me with that? And the crystal will be like, heck yeah, I'll help you with that. And so that's why you want to just give it one program at a time. You don't want to say, well, I want to make a bunch of money and I want to uh, find a boyfriend and I want to get a new car, you know. And the crystal's like, oh, okay, well, that let's just work on one thing. So you would, your program, and I'm putting that in quotes, is is one focused thing and you can say, this is what I'm working on. The crystal can say, okay, let's do that. And then you work with the crystal on that until you either have reached that, the end of that, the conclusion, or you may have changed trajectory. You may not want that anymore. You may want a girlfriend now, so <laughs> you may change your, you know, the trajectory. So then you would reprogram or basically restate your, what your is that you're wanting to do so I do think it's important to program your crystals just so that you guys are on the same page of hey this is what I'm working on do you are you interested in helping me with it if you don't ever program or let it know the crystal can be like well I don't know what you need help with so I'll just kind of sit here and raise your vibration but if you have a specific goal which is your program if you call it that um and we do so that's the word but um It's just to kind of help you and your crystal to know what's on the table.
0: And then it helps you by way of you listening to it for information and guidance, as well as it supporting your vibration, right? Exactly. Is that how that works? Okay.
3: Yeah. And kind of like with you, your crystal brought you more up into your upper chakras and brought you out. So you, you let the crystal know, Hey, this is what I'm working on. And and just you handed it to it, and the crystal was like, okay, well this is what you need. I'm going to help you come up and out, you know, or and connect you and and different things like that. So it helps you with more than what you just tell it. Oh yeah,
0: doing. big yeah. time. <laughs> yeah.
3: So and and it's real important too if you do program crystal, and or even if you don't, that before you work with the crystal, you want to be sure that it's been cleared of any prior programming, just because they can hold a a residual and it's just, it's cleaner that way. And it doesn't have to be a a big ritual or a big deal. You can just say, okay, you snap your fingers and I want to clear this. And they're like, okay, I'll let that go. And what's next? So it doesn't have to be a big thing, but it does, it should be done.
0: So as you've been, been talking about these things, when you talked about the reading that you give, it feels more like like uh, an introduction, the beginning of a relationship. It's almost more like a matchmaking. Like, here's my little it reading is. for you, and now I've match made you two, and you can go off and make great music together. <laughs> it's perfect. Yes,
3: that's what it is. Because the crystal that steps up says, "Oh, I'm the one for Cheryl. Send me, uh, me, me, me." You know. So you get it, and then so yeah, it is matchmaking. That's that's an excellent way to put it.
0: <laughs> well, in the and the. The other bit is the programming is more like a partnership. I'm, I'm actually inviting a partner to help me and we're aligning together toward a common goal. So programming feels like power over. And I don't really like that. I like right. that we work together. So that for me, partner is a better word.
3: Yeah, partnering—it's co—it's a co-creative endeavor, and so—and I've used the word programming because that's the word that that everybody knows, right? But it's not the the definition that everybody knows.
0: Yes, exactly, and that's—that uh, feels good. That feels to me like what wanted to come through me for the show is we. In especially in our Western society, it's about, let me get the latest gizmo or gadget and put it to work for me. So there is a power over thing to the way that we're used to working with things and crystals want to work with us and they have so much to bring us. And it doesn't matter who's bigger or smaller or who's prettier or none of that really matters. They have this ancient wisdom that will come through us if we'll just open up and, and receive it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And love and a lot of playfulness because this was going to help me write books. And the book that started coming through me almost the minute I opened her is not the book I thought I was going to be writing. So there's obviously some, (laughs)
1: yeah,
0: there's some humor there for sure.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I like those surprises. Like, wait, what, what just happened here? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's about getting the expectation out of the way, I think, right?
3: Yeah, definitely, because I think a lot of people, and that's why I feel like my important mission and goal is to let people know that crystals, while yes, they can be a tool, just like people are tools for us, they are not tools like a hammer or a screwdriver that you just grab up and you tell it, okay, Crystal, you're going to do this because I say so, and I'm the boss of you, and and I'm going to program you to do this and that, and you better do it. You know, that's not how it works. And that's how it is with the hammer. You grab the hammer and you go, I'm going to hammer this nail and you just do it. Um, but with the crystal, it's more of a, it's like a more helpful thing. Like, Hey, you want to help me do this certain thing? And they're like, heck yeah, I do. Let's go. Um, but it's, it's not a tool just to be like, people tend to have kind of been told that. I mean, I don't think people think that because you know, out of any kind of malice. It's just that's what we've kind of been taught through other books. And I want people to realize that crystals are, they're sentient beings. They just don't happen to have arms and legs and they don't eat like we do. And so we, it's a little bit harder to relate to them like we would a cat or a dog because they kind of look like us, you know, (laughs) sort (laughs) of. I mean, they have legs and they walk around. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jen this has been such a delightful conversation I just I know this is not your norm to broadcast or do any of these things I appreciate what it took for you to come on here and speak for the crystals and help us get some clarity around all the ways that they want to reach out and be our friends
3: well well, thank you so much for having me because it really is it's so important for, for people to get the other side of it which is the fact that they are our friends and helpers and and that they really do want to to be there for us however they can.
0: Yes, they do. So thank you. Well, thank you again so much. It's been delightful to get to know you, and I hope many more people will reach out to you at ArkansasCrystalWorks.com and make friends with a crystal today. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. And thank you, listener. Let us know what you thought. Info at journeyofpossibilities.com. And be sure and join us next week on Exploring Possibilities.